yeah, it's cash. DJ Deuce McGuire, this hot as a log fire Spark the lighter in the 303, we wrestle at the quarry Golden Colorado, Mercury Pro Wrestling Academy Elevated Wrestling, yeah Hashtag follow if you know the motto Can't stop now, got the need for speed Combustion and concussion, championships in my vision I put the key in the ignition Such an easy decision, I got a hustler's ambition Wrestling at its best, welcome to the show I put on for Rocky Mountain Pro, let's go RMP Radio is back on the air. Hi, I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and joining me uh, on this uh, edition, a very special guest, I've got uh, Mike uh, Shuren. Uh, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing pretty good. How have you been? I'm uh, just great. So you hey. are, uh, if people don't know, uh, you're the uh, RMP guy, sign guy, and uh, also the producer of the... Uh, uh, Chongo Don't Show, which can be found on the uh, Twitch channel and everywhere else on the all the interwebs. But first question that I got for you out of the shoot: uh, How did you get introduced into this uh, wacky world of uh, professional wrestling? I um, mean, yeah, I think probably through my <clears throat> my dad and my mom. Probably more my dad. Um, we we're going to uh, we we lived down in Louisiana. When I was growing up, so we got Mid South Wrestling. Mm. Um, so. I, we went like maybe once a month. It's kind of it's fuzzy, but as far back as I can remember, basically when I was like five or so, which would have been like 1980, um, we were going to Mid South shows at the uh, Centroplex in Baton Rouge um, once a month or so, <clears throat> seeing like all the legends <laughs> that we know of now, kind of yeah. thing that went through that area, um, and then just kind of you know kept with it, and you know as we started to get cable and got TBS to see, uh, you know, WCW and NWA and then eventually WWF slash E, you know, and okay. I've always kind of come and gone from it a little bit, but you know, it, it's always been there. I'll always, I pretty much always watch WrestleMania at least every year, even if I wasn't watching anything else that year, you know, um, stayed up on that at least, you know, but yeah, just kind of, it's been there my whole life, as far as I can remember. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, that's, that's awesome. Uh, so then uh, what uh, got you uh, out to uh, Colorado and, uh, you know, in, in this particular case, uh, finding uh, Rocky Mountain Pro? Um, well, I moved to Colorado right about six years now. It'll be six years in this month here. So um, just uh, trying to get out of – I lived in Florida at the time. I grew up in Louisiana but moved to Florida when I was a teenager. But <clears throat> just trying to get out of there. Um, trying to move somewhere else different in the country that has some seasons, you know, uh-huh. and, um, <laughs> uh, once we were here a little bit, got, you know, <clears throat> everything settled. Uh, my kid at that point was, he never really watched wrestling. And if you guys have seen me on RMP, you'll see the kid next to me that always holds the meanest signs up. <laughs> That's my kid. Um, <clears throat> but he never really watched it. Uh, and I got him to watch a little bit of, I think maybe a Royal Rumble one year, um, maybe five years ago or so and then i thought you know i haven't been to a local show in like forever since i was like a teenager so let me look and see what we have and i i looked up some stuff and i was like oh there's just back then it wasn't even rocky mountain pro then it was in our nrw uh yeah new no i can't yeah nrw yeah um and they're wrestling out of grudge training center over in arvada um we went over there and I, my kid i went with him and it's Indie shows are just so much fun. They're so much more fun. I always have so much more fun there than I have at WWE or even AEW shows. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just such a different environment. You're so close to the wrestlers. You're so close to the action. 
you know, they're much more responsive to you. It's just so fun. So going there for the first time and, you know, they still drew a pretty good crowd for the grudge training center. Um, it was really fun, not very expensive. Like they do this once a month. Let's, let's just keep doing this, you know? So, um, <clears throat> and then slowly started, you know, check out some other indies around the area and stuff. And I've been down to the Springs and things. And, um, but you know, it's Rocky Mountain pro was the first place I found. And it's the, place i know most of the guys at you know and um that we try to be as consistent as possible you know with things um going there and it's just they're always the most fun to be at right yeah i i i agree with that uh, that's fantastic so then uh, what um got you uh to uh decide to earn the uh, moniker of the rmp sign guy well <laughs> i think we went to that first show and i didn't i didn't have any signs at that first show and um, I didn't know they were filming anything. I just thought, local show. <clears throat> I got to yell at some bad guys. I know in particular I was yelling at Mario Banger because he was a heel at that point. Um, and my kid was kind of freaked out because I'm, I'm just standing up screaming at him, and he's screaming back at me, and my kid's scared. He's going to punch me and stuff, you know. And I, you know, I was trying to tell him, like, this is the fun part. Man. You get to yell at people. You get to boo people, you know, and stuff. So <clears throat> when I found out they were recording it for YouTube, just as, you know, for my kid i'm like dude let's make some signs like nobody has any signs at this show yeah. like that we went to last time so let's let's have some signs we're just gonna have like a couple signs you know just like you suck you rock and i didn't know anybody's name at that point i wasn't familiar enough i only seen them one time to, to not really know anybody's names just brought a couple signs got one torn up i think my kid got one torn up and he just that's the goal at that point just get a sign torn up every show you know you want to heal the tear for sign kind of thing um, and then it just, I literally have a stack of signs underneath my bed right now. That's probably 10 inches high <laughs> of old signs that have just been retired because I don't use them anymore. Or those guys have moved on to a different place or they've gone from heel to face and I now cheer them. So I can't use the heel sign for them anymore. Just, but yeah, I've got, it's, it's an impressive stack of old signs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me ask you this then, uh, you got this, uh, huge stack. Uh, how do you, uh, decide, uh, what to load up for the, the show before you go uh i mean it's <clears throat> it's really like a half hour process <laughs> of going through my signs and figuring out like who i know is going to be on the card who i potentially might be on the card yeah and then it's a conversation with my kid i'm like of are you cheering for this person are you booing this person because if you see my kid he boos the good guys he boos the faces right. you know so <clears throat> i gotta have a different set of signs for him and sometimes i do too sometimes i cheer some heels but it's just a matter of I literally go through every sign, every just flip them to the side, like make different stacks, and then then I also have to like have the blank signs where I replace the signs that got ripped up at the last show. Yeah. Um. So and then usually my kid needs four or five just for Curtis Cole because he likes to rip up everything I have over there or that my kid has over there. So, um. But yeah, it's just it's a, it's a big process. My kid doesn't like doing it. He'd rather just me do all that stuff. <laughs> and uh, so so speaking of that you kind of have a little bit of a. Uh, chess match with the signs with say Curtis Cole and uh, you know in in addition to uh, Mercury Aiden you know the tag dudes yeah. uh, how, how's that been uh, being able to get this uh, great uh, uh, I, I guess uh, additional storyline there with them <laughs> I mean I love it I mean really and, and Curtis is the best about it yeah. I mean Matt definitely tears up signs and Matt messes with me and you know that's all fun but my goal with Curtis is that I got to try to pop him when he sees that sign. I want him to laugh <laughs> where his back's to the camera, but then he's going to come over there and rip up my sign. Cause it's funny. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a mean sign or something, but <clears throat> it's definitely been fun. And like I said, my kid, he's got creative ways to 
I think now he's currently cheering for Curtis Cole because they're heels now. Um, so he loves that. Um, but he's got different ways. He'll He's definitely put tape around the edges of signs before to prevent them from tearing them up, in which case they just grab him and throw him where he can't get him back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, it's been it's been fun coming up with creative ways to get their attention and to get them over there just to tear up signs, you know, <laughs> to, to uh, aggravate them a little bit. Yeah. So, they're very fun. They're very fun skills <laughs> to boot. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and then you, you also mentioned that. So what was it uh, like uh, – seeing your your son um kind of finally start getting into it you know after the initial uh exposure to 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 the to the business i mean it's great i, I love that he's doing it he's training he's currently training he's not training right the second but he's right. back in class since we come back from covid a little bit um he's about to go to the adult class i'm pretty sure he wants to do that next month because he feels like he's not getting enough out of the kids class uh he's 14 now so um, yeah, when it started, it was just really cool to see him in the ring and just, that's just a cool thing to see your kid do, you know? So, yeah. so, and if anybody's not aware, uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, uh, Academy, they have kids classes. Um, look up Matt Yaden and, and or, or the, uh, Rocky Mountain Pro website and, and ask about it if you're interested. But, um, it's great fun to get the kids in there. There's younger kids in there and I'm sure it's fun for them to be in there. I like walking in the ring. I haven't really got a chance to do it since COVID and everything, but, um, it's fun to be in the ring. Sometimes I get in the ring and like work with my kid before class just to help him get something down a little bit. It's just so much fun to be in a wrestling ring. I wish I had this when I was his age, you know, um, my life might've been different. I might've been at least try to be a wrestler, you know? So, but, uh, it's definitely fun seeing him in there. It's definitely fun to see <clears throat> a little bit scary sometimes, but fun to see the adults like, you know, trading punches with my kid. Yeah. Who's 15, <laughs> you know, <laughs> So, um, I've watched, you know, Anaya just smack him with a forearm that I'm like, that has to have hurt. And he's like, no, it's good. You know? <laughs> so, but it just looks so devastating. So, but it's, yeah, it's very fun to see, you know, and he's really loving it. So he's really seems to be enjoying it. I try not to push it on too hard. I don't want to become that. You got to go do this thing and then not like it. <clears throat> right. Yeah. You're going to, you, you want to, you want to have him, you, walk that line. <laughs> desi- you want to have him have the desire to do it. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you want to be self self starting and all that kind of good stuff. Yes. Uh, so, in additionally on that, uh, we have actually seen, uh, at least I know I have uh, seen him actually have some quote unquote matches like at Romero's and stuff with those. What were those like uh, watching those? Uh, I mean, that was surreal. The first time, um, that was totally unscripted. Unplay- there was no pre planning yeah. for that. He he fought Mario Vanger. Right. And basically, just Mario was asking the crowd who wants to fight. And anytime any wrestler asks that, my kid's always got his hand up, knowing they're never going to let the kid get in there. They don't take people out of the crowd. <laughs> but because he messes with Matt, and Matt was on the mic that night, Matt's yeah. like, oh, get the kid in there. And um, he got in there. He was wearing flip-flops the first time he got into the ring in front of a crowd. I thought he might freeze up. But they did some things that they were working on in class and stuff. And yeah, yeah, Mario yeah. talked them through it and everything. And it was amazing. It was. And, you know, Mario uh, took the pin for him and <laughs> gave him his first win in a match, you know, and uh, he definitely was shaking afterwards. He's like, yeah, I, I, don't, yeah. I can't stop shaking. I don't know what it is. I'm like, that's adrenaline, man. That's that's why people do this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's why you get up in front of the crowd. So and then uh, the next couple times he, he wrestled with Curtis in one match and then Curtis and Filter was his tag team partner in a match. And those were a little more planned out. Like Curtis was like, oh, since you were in the ring that time, I want to get you in there. Cause you know, he knows how he is. So, and at that point, Curtis was 
training them a little bit for some of the adults or the kids classes. So <clears throat> they worked on a little bit, but even then Curtis changed it up during the middle of the match and he went with it. So it was just so cool to see. Um, and I'm trying to, you know, be the dad of like my kids in there, but then also like, I think I'm supposed to boo my kid cause he's my kid. Like, and I should boo him, but it's kind of hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, it was definitely totally fun. I mean, hopefully, you know, he can get back to it a little bit more and maybe do something else, you know, when we get back from COVID, get back to shows again. But, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so in, in your time uh, uh, that uh, you've uh, been going to uh, shows, like say, you know, in this particular case, uh, Rocky Mountain Pro and stuff like that, what have been some of the uh, highlights that uh, things you've, you've seen, been able to, uh, quote unquote, participate in and, and that kind of stuff that just kind of come top to mind? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, one of the best things I saw was uh, Mercury Yaden and Hoodlum. Um, I, I don't remember the stipulation. Oh, it was a tables match. That's what it was. A tables match that they had for control of RMP. And I want to say it was at a milestone, but it could have been in September at like, or October, maybe it's October. I can't really remember. Um, that spilled out of the arena into a barn on the fairgrounds out there. Um, and literally hoodie threw rocks at Yaden from the ground and it hit me. I was that close to it. Um, and my kid was there. So it's just, one, it was a great fight. It was an all out brawl. It was just amazing to watch. Um, and to see him take it all over the place was just so much fun. Um, but <clears throat> I mean, every show there is amazing. I love every show there. I'm never bored when I'm there. There's never times where I want to go to the bathroom during matches um, sometimes they don't have intermissions because they're trying to do so much in one night and I'm kind of regretful because I want to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, I don't want to miss a match. Um, all the talent there is really good and they're all working really hard. Um, it's always so much fun. Uh, and like I said, just that local close environment that even if, I mean, I typically nearly always get front row tickets. Um, so I try to get them as early as I can. But even when I have it and I'm set up in the bleachers for things, it's not that far away. You're still really close to people. Um, so much closer than you would get for any other, like, you know, big name show like WWE. So uh, right. everything there was just so much fun to watch. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah so if I um, if I could uh, uh, back step a little bit, I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, so you're talking about that tables match with uh, Mercury and Hoodlum. Uh, that, yeah, I remember that because I think that was my first show at the Quarry because I had just started going to Rocky Mountain Pro shows oh. like, just maybe a week or so before they were, that was right on the transition from NRW to Rocky mountain pro. Yes. And, I think yeah, so. Yeah. So it was a, I think it was a regular Corey show, but that was kind of like what they were kind of all building to that. Uh, Cause I think at the time they remember they were uh, recording for like a whole month yeah. for like a whole month of show. So I think it was like their season finale of their season that they were doing yeah. for TV was the build up to that, Hoodlum and Mercury match. That that was what it was because it didn't. It was a little bit before they came back with. I mean, they were still having some shows, but the the TV shows, right? You know, didn't come back on for like a couple months, I think. Um, so yeah, I think that's what it was. It might not have been a big like milestone show, but it was it was the big season finale show. Yeah, yeah but but it ended ended with uh, Hoodlum lighting the table on fire and putting Mercury yes. through it. So you know, in the like yes. I said in the barn with everybody around and uh oh cliffhanger. Yes. You know, <laughs> uh, so I was definitely felt the heat of that fire when he lit it. I was that close to it. Yeah, we uh, all were. <laughs> I was trying to I was just tell my kid, just, you know, just 
maybe stand a little bit behind me as he's pulling out lighter fluid. <laughs> right. You know, I'm like, okay, if I catch on fire, but I don't want my kid to catch on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you don't know if uh, that aerosol could, uh, yes. could could jump a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I totally get you. Yeah, got to be got got to be careful. But yeah, that yeah. was a that was an excellent night. That was you know, like I said, the cliffhanger with. With uh, Curtis uh, kneeling over Mercury uh, at the time, and you know, and his yeah. look, and it just, yeah, it was, it was an excellent way to, and then you know, the five point uh, cartel, or the. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a real emotional night. I mean, it was uh, a very good story they had going, and then that was an amazing culmination of that story, and uh, was not what you were expecting to see. You know, you don't expect the owner to lose his company like that. You know, so. Definitely, uh, I think they even had like a they had kind of a false finish where they both went to a table, so they had to keep going with another table. Right. That match. So yeah, it was just overall, it was a good, a, a well told story in that match. You know, um, which is always the best matches when you have a really good story. So. Yeah. Okay, so um, you know, so you had mentioned, uh, you know, being able to get the closeness of you know knowing all this, just like you and I both. Uh, know a lot of these guys and gals uh, personally and and uh, speaking of that uh, you've gotten so close to one particular wrestler in and 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 certain and that's uh, that's uh, Chongo uh, how did uh, that all kind of start about you know getting to know him and and everything like that you know I mean it's I, I don't even know myself man I'm like <laughs> I, I was booing him at a show. And after one of the shows, uh, my kid was actually cheering for him because he was a heel at that point. He was a trigger warning. Yeah. And we were walking out after one of the shows, and and he was outside. He kind of stopped us, and he stopped my kid more specifically to tell, to say, like, you know, it's such an honor to be, like, you know, booed by you. And I'm like, my kid's cheering for you. Like, I'm the one who's booing you. And he's like, oh, well, then screw you then, you know, uh -huh. <laughs> like, you know, went full heel on me. And that was kind of my first like face-to-face -face interaction with him outside of just watching him wrestle. And then um, <clears throat> shortly, uh, we had like a couple brief conversations after some shows, um, just kind of saying hi and like good show and everything like that. And then he started doing a Chongo Don't Show as Rocky Mountain Pro started doing Twitch content. And um, they needed people to do Twitch content, so he has lots of ideas in his head, but this is one of them, that he wanted to do this show. And um, I watched it. And it was hilarious. It's all over the place. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, eventually they got like I think maybe two or three months into it, they they were kind of semi regularly doing it, and they wanted to do it at like a bar. And the it was a place called Grandma's House, and it's not that far from my house. It's like a ten minute drive from my house, pretty much straight down one street. <clears throat> and uh, I was like, well, I have nothing to do tonight. I'm gonna go up there and watch them do this live. You know, just I'm sure they'll just let me sit there and watch it. And, you know, did that and talked to him a little bit more after his show. And it was even funnier watching it in person to see the chaos that's going on behind the scenes of them doing a live Twitch show back then. Yeah. And, um, it, like, I think the next week I, I, sh I went again. And the next week they're like, hey, can you help us, like, move this up in between, like, little skits here? Like, move these stanchions onto the – not stage, but the area they were filming in. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then, like, the next week it's like, hey, could you stand up here and pretend to be a security guard? And I was like, okay, sure. Um, and then in, I'm kind of crafty with things I do just in my other life. And, um, I make shirts and make my kids Halloween costumes and stuff like that. So I was like, do you want me to make a security shirt? Cause they seem to be doing this reoccurring bit and they're like, can you do that? 
was like, yeah, I could do it. So I showed up with a security shirt for him so I could be their security guard on screen. And it just kind of kept going from there. And then suddenly, I think at that point, like Rocky Mountain Pro started doing a weekly show. And when they started doing that weekly show, um, Trey Island was the guy who was mostly doing their tech stuff for him. Well, he had to go work on the weekly show. So we didn't have a tech guy anymore. So I'm a fairly good tech guy. I don't know. Though I've never streamed at that point or anything. I was like, I could probably figure it out. And we started slowly figuring it out. And then I don't know, man, like smash cut to like me, like making video. Like it was supposed to just be, I can put two videos together that we filmed and make like one big video. And now I'm doing like special effects and lasers and nunchucks that are lightsabers and, you know, changing voices and actually running a soundboard and a video projection screen at a, at our live show now. Yeah. I don't yeah. really know how I got here. What certainly wasn't my intention. I didn't go to school for any of this. I'm just figuring it out as I go kind of thing. Um, but <clears throat> I think that's a lot with Chongo is if you get re- he's like a tornado, you get a little bit too close and you just get sucked in. <laughs> and he's an amazing person. He's got a great mind. He's full of ideas and he's so fun to work with. So frustrating sometimes too, but <clears throat> very fun to work with and the stuff we're doing. I love doing, um, it's just, it just came out of nowhere. And I, I sit down every week to work on the show and he texts me like the day before the show with like 17 new things he wants to do for tomorrow night show. And I'm just like, how did I get myself into this? Like, uh, this is, I, I don't know how I got to this point. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, it's, it's been a crazy story and I've been doing it with him for about a year and a half now, I think. And we took a little bit of a break last year. <clears throat> and we came back um, as the quarantine was starting. We were already trying to plan on coming back. And then that happening with like the idea that everybody's going to want content if everybody's stuck at home. Yeah. So kind of pushed us about a month ahead of what we were going to do to come back to a live show. Because um, we were we were doing kind of a mostly pre-taped show. Right. Um, right. And then, you know, we're, we're trying to get to more live, but we just didn't have the ability and, and the ability the place to do it in really until we found a place to do it. And we were doing it <clears throat> from Jumbo's house for a few weeks there. And now we have, we're at your mom's house, which sounds like a joke, but <laughs> it's, really, it's really a bar named your mom's house in Denver. Right. Um, right. That uh, Chongo does security at sometimes. So he knows the owner there. And we, he started talking to him about a Wednesday night show is not a big drawing night for a bar. So we're slowly trying to turn it into that. And, it's kind of hard during the quarantine or the at least the shutdown of all the bars and stuff. And they just reshut down bars again to starting today at 10 o'clock. Um, but uh, we're still going to keep trying to do our show. We just can't really have an audience there for it kind of as much as we want. Um, but we're still going to keep going with it. We know everybody wants content and we're starting to hone our abilities to do that in a live format again. Um, which like I said, is something I've never done before. <laughs> um, but he just keeps throwing things at me, and I keep figuring out a way to at least do it good enough for him to like it. So it just keeps going. Right. So, so are you? So are you? Are you saying? Are you calling? Kind of calling him out that he's only giving you like twenty four hours notice? I will absolutely. <laughs> he texts me the night before with, "Hey, can we just change this whole video thing?" That I'm like, I just spent an you know, hours working on, like, no, I can't. I, I mean, I'm good about going, no, I just can't, man. Like, I don't know what you think this is. Um, but yes, he's, he likes to think he has this entire production team when it's really just me. So, um, but he, he wants it to run like a TV show. And I'm like, I have to explain 
they've got 50 people working on that TV show. You know, we have one. So <laughs> he, uh, he has definitely heard it from me. We've had that discussion lots. I don't think it's just kind of, you know, he's all over the place. So it's in one ear out the other. He's like, he hears me say it. Yeah. And the next week he does the exact same thing. So <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, anyone who knows him that's ever had to deal with him knows it's how he, you know, operates. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. Well, I've, you know, I've, I've interviewed him, uh, a while ago for a, a milestone show, but you know, so I, I definitely understand I just had that short little time. So I could only imagine, yes. uh, uh, seeing him each and every week. Oh my God. Spend like <laughs> six hours straight with him. And it is, you are so exhausted by the end of that. Um, and he's got, like I said, great ideas. And he'll lay out the whole plan for things. And then the next day he'll lay out a completely different plan for things. Um, cause he changed his mind because he had a dream the night before and it's going to be different now. Um, but yes, it is, it is very mentally exhausting sometimes mm -hmm. to, uh, have to deal with him and you think it's a persona, but he is, it's a shoot, man. He is like that all the time. He just, he goes from like Chongo at nine to Chongo at 11 for wrestling, but he's at a nine all the time. So he, he's just a notch below. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what's it like uh, actually going in and uh, doing the live show now each and every week? I mean, it's <clears throat> it's very fun. It's, it's a lot. It's so much, especially since we have been getting a little bit of an audience um, for things, as much as we can have, you know, for these capacities that we have in bars right now. But um, getting, like, the feedback of people laughing with the things that we do, because I know that I've seen the things we do, and it's – you know, a mixture of horrific and funny and sometimes good. Um, but seeing the people laugh at what, when I'm editing it, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, this is funny. I really, this is a joke I'm putting in here or the way I cut this or left something in. And then seeing the people get that and actually hearing people laugh yeah. um, is, I understand more now why people want to be comedians. Uh, I was never, I'm not really a super outgoing person normally. Um, but man, like having people laugh at the stuff you create, like the art you create, I've, I've never really been any kind of artist or anything like that, but it's, it's a real good high to have, you know, people responding to this, to the work you're doing like that. Um, it's amazing. Like I, I'm, I'm, I thought it was going to be a real nightmare going to a live show over the pre-tape because the pre-tape, I just push a button and the show plays and that's it. Right. Now I have to like switch, like he's calling things on the fly because it's Chongo He's changing what we're going to do next and things and stopping videos halfway through and stuff. So I got to really be on my toes and paying attention and it's exhausting, but it's so much fun. <clears throat> I mean, even the nights where it's extra long and we had a, everything go wrong, which is, that's happened to me too doing this. Um, it's still very fun at the end of the day to, to do it and, and get feedback from it. Um, from people like that and to have people afterwards in the bar, like when I'm just kind of putting stuff up, like, you know, telling me they love the show, like people that have never seen us that just wandered into the bar that night, you know, um, don't know anything what Chongo is, you know, before that, um, and sat there and see them laugh at things that we're doing and, and respond to what we're doing. You know, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. And I was, I was going to ask you in, in addition, you're kind of hitting on it, but I'll just, uh, make, maybe clarify it. So ha has it been, uh, is it difficult to stay focused on what's happening in front of you and, and what you need to do to make sure the show, you know, does what it needs to do and that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes more than others, but it's, uh, it's 
like I said, I mean, we lay out the game plan before the show, and I prep every video in the order we're going to play them in. And he starts talking about something else. And in the situation we're at right now at, at the your mom's house, I'm in a booth at the back of the venue. I mean, this is like a it's a live music venue normally. Mm -hmm. um, so the, there's a stage, and it's probably 80 feet away from me. So I can't just kind of snap my finger and get his attention. So he starts talking about something that's not what's coming up next. And I have to like either figure out he's going to something different or <laughs> wait to see if he's going to bring it back around to what we were going to do anyway. <laughs> oh. And then sometimes he just ends up, he just ends the sentence like, and here we go. And I'm like, I, I don't know what we're doing. I have to yell at him from across the bar. Like, I don't know what you want because he didn't make it clear. <laughs> um, you know? So yeah, it's definitely, it's hard. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot. And plus, Again, I don't. I've never done this before, so I have like a sound guy that's helping me, and a video guy's kind of helping me and watching what I'm doing back there. But they use software I've never seen before until I started doing this. Um, there's lights to control and colors of lights and directions and all this stuff that they do for a living. That I'm just trying to figure out for this like hour to two hour show that we do. Right. Um, and I can't practice that at my house because I don't have lighting rigs and things. So. Um, <laughs> It, it kind of, you know, and Chongo, I think, is on the mind of like, oh, you figure out everything I ask you to do, so you'll just figure this out too. Um, which I have a little bit, but there's still things that I just don't know how to do with their software. And I watch them do it, and I still can't. It's, it would take a lot more learning and sitting down with it. But, um, yeah, it's definitely it's, it's an on-the-fly thing with him. He definitely calls audibles all throughout the show. You cannot – the one thing I cannot get him to do is stick to a script. I don't think anybody will ever do that. <laughs> um, I, I keep telling, like, you know, when we have to shoot something and I'm like, okay, let's do that same thing again, but I'm going to shoot it from this angle. He will say something completely different. <laughs> and I have to stop him and go, no, 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 we got to do the same thing yeah. again. You know, this is how movies work. You say, <laughs> you do the same scene over and over again, but he doesn't want that. He wants different every time. He wants improv. Um, so that's what this show is. It's, it's improv from both ends, from my end and his. Um, you know, it, it's 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 truly a madhouse. It's Madhouse Wednesdays is what we call it, and it is a madhouse in there when we're doing the show. <laughs> and you know, and just in case if uh, any listeners uh, may not know, uh, tell them what the Chongo Don't Show really is all about. Uh, so the Chongo Don't Show, and you would if, think I would know this by if, heart. If you could even said, explain that. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got an opening to it, and you would think I've heard him say it so many times I'd, I'd have it memorized. But um, I think he says something like, it is the only pro wrestling sketch comedy improv show whose DNA is sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Uh, it is everything. The one thing we have that we that's the backbone of our show is – there is more than one Chongo. Um, if you watch our show, we have videos where Chongo is talking to a different Chongo because he has, I don't even know how many personalities. Um, or I've seen at least eight that I've <laughs> shot videos with. Um, but we have multiple reality. It's multiple timelines. So we don't make mistakes. If you see a mistake, no, that's a different timeline. That's continuity in that timeline now. <laughs> yeah. um, that's how we deal with everything. So... If you know, the, you know, Chongo has a beard in one thing and doesn't in the other. That's that Chongo just doesn't have a beard. That's how it works. So um, it's it's very high art <laughs> and very low art at the same time. <clears throat> it is 
it is everything. I mean, we definitely have wrestling. It's you know, he's a wrestler. He talks about shows. We talk about he cuts some promos on people. We show some of his matches sometimes, but a lot of it's just sketch comedy that we just make up. And we're honestly, I feel like we're just doing it to entertain ourselves. It's what we find to be funny. Um, and then we just spread it to the world basically. So, um, there is nothing else like it that I've ever seen. It's very hard to describe. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's definitely some Wayne's world mixed in with just improv and wrestling all thrown together. Yeah. You know? So. And speaking of kind of that and everything that you've done so far on working on the show, what has been like kind of the, the most, you know, the highlights, you know, the things that you've been most pleased with uh, what you were able to accomplish? Um, I would say, I mean, so we have a storyline right now. So Chongo's biggest enemy is the internet. Mm -hmm. Um, and man, that is a shoot in real life. Chongo does not internet. (laughs) For some reason, internet things don't even like to work when Chongo's around. My phone will stop working if Chongo's with me sometimes. Um, but that's definitely our storyline. We have a, uh, Internet is a character in our in our universe, you could say. Um, Chongo's been fighting him for years, um, even before he came to Colorado. Um, we've been shooting uh, a storyline where Chongo is training his son, Chongo Jr., who's 14, uh, and is like a crazy guitar player, um, to fight the Internet in the future, basically. Um, so... <clears throat> When he first asked me to do all this stuff and he told me his idea for things, that he's going to have lightsaber nunchucks and laser beams shooting at him that he's going to be deflecting, my first thought was, like, there's no way I can do that. Like, I I need, like, a month to do that. Um, i got to figure it out. And I slowly but surely figured it out and came out with something that looks crazy, um, but there's lightsaber nunchucks and he's deflecting laser beams. And uh, it took me a lot of work and a lot of time, but man when we when i show that and everybody sees it everybody cheers like it's a movie like i made a movie it's only like two minutes long (laughs) Um, but it's one of the coolest things i've ever made um that and i would say very early on in me doing the video editing stuff for him we were trying to capture this idea of there being two chongos and there's this constant struggle inside his head so we did what we called mirror mirror and Mm. chongo talking to himself in the mirror, but the Chongo that's in the mirror is a different Chongo. It's the Limb Reaper Chongo, which is the much more vicious heel side of Chongo, and the Showman side, which is the more, like, carefree, doesn't really... He kind of wants to just... He's going to beat everybody anyway. He just wants to play around kind of personality, talking to each other. And um, I thought I could pull it off, but I wasn't sure if I could kind of thing. I did some test shooting with my kid, trying to see if I could figure it out. Um, And then we went up to a place and shot it, and... Uh, for the most part, there's definitely things looking back at it now. I'm like, oh, I could have done that better. It could have looked better. But in the moment, it was one of the coolest things I've ever personally done. Um, it got a huge reaction online. It got a huge reaction on the show. Like we posted that on Facebook and stuff. And um, it's probably the most like thing we've ever done on Facebook, um, stuff like that. So those two things are probably the two things I'm just most proud of from my aspect of like the video side of things and the editing of the pre-tape stuff that we do um that have been the funnest to see people enjoy yeah so yeah that's awesome so what about uh what about the future what uh you have any uh things that you'd like to see the show do or are you just trying to keep up 
Uh, yeah. Um, I would like to see the show get more successful so that we can hire somebody to do most of the stuff that I have to do. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, we've got so many balls in the air with storylines and and we're, I would like, we definitely, so we are working towards, I don't know, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell everybody this or not, but we kind of talked about it on the show a little bit, I think this week. Um, but we're working towards having like a live wrestling show uh, where we have Chongo fight the internet. Um, and we're going to have some of our secondary characters like uh, Jumbo um, and Hazard and possibly even Keyboard Warrior, which is who I am um, on the show, yeah. uh, fighting in a ring um at your mom's house um so that's what we're working towards and like you know we're hoping for like october for that like a big kind of halloween kind of chongo don't show thing um we're also going to start working pretty soon here on making an actual short movie we're going to try to make like a 10 minute horror film for that um so something that's going to be kind of independent of everything else we've done um i'm really hoping we we start on that soon and we get as, I would like as much time as possible on it um, especially if we're trying to get it out for Halloween so um, but just with COVID being the biggest thing that's kind of hampered us lately is you know we lost a lot of places to shoot it's hard to get people you know out at the times we want to get out to shoot things and stuff like that so um, you know I mean hopefully we can get back to some semi-regular shooting schedules and we start we got to start progressing on these storylines a little bit more, which we, we did last week. We shot some stuff to kind of advance this internet <clears throat> battle we're going to have. Um, and there's even the potential we're talking about having a Chongo battle royal with like six different Chongos in the ring um, to see who can fight the internet. So, um, again, that might all be spoilers. And I might be like actually making Chongo do it now. This is what he told me he wanted to do. <laughs> and, uh, I told him I was going to talk to you today, and he didn't say I couldn't say anything. So, <laughs> so we'll see. If, I mean, what can he do? Fire me? He can't do that. So <laughs> that's uh, that's great. That's fantastic. All right. Well, so um, tell the uh, so I think that might be a fantastic place to look in the future for the the chongo don't show uh but tell all the listeners where they can find uh the show so uh we have a facebook page it's you know facebook.com slash the chongo don't show um we we have some older episodes up on youtube you can uh just search on youtube for chongo don't show it's the first thing that comes up um and then we're on twitch so um we do our show live on twitch at 9:30 Mountain Time, which is 11:30 Eastern, uh, every Wednesday night, um, live right now. So as long as we are still able to do it from this bar, and if we can't do it from there because of COVID restrictions and stuff, I'm sure we'll find a place to do it. It'll just be a little bit smaller show, but um, the plan is to keep doing this every week. You know, we're definitely trying to build up, and when we can get the bars back open, we want, really want this to have like a party there. I mean, we definitely want to have like a. We're gonna do like excuse me, an hour, you know, of our live stream at least, but we, every week so far, we do a little bit of pre-show stuff. Um, we're, we're showing videos before the show starts there and, um, we have guests there whenever we can get them there, you know? So, um, our goal is to make this a, a like a weekly, uh, um, what's the word here? Um, line, can't remember the word. <laughs> staple in the city of Denver. We want people to come out like when we get back to bar scenes again that, you know, can come out and enjoy the show on Wednesday nights with us. It's, it's definitely anywhere Chongo is, there's 
probably a party there too. Right. So. A, a must uh, attend event. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, definitely keep the Facebook's the best place to reach us uh, to look, find out what we're doing. You know, we post about the show there. We post clips from the show. Uh, if you can't watch the show live, um, we go back through some of the clips of things during the week. Um, but yeah. Awesome. I think Chongo just got an or Instagram and I am not a part of that. So it will probably be interesting if you actually post, but I don't know if you can figure out how to post on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I know what you're talking about, having to set up an interview with him uh, directly, like I said, a while yes. ago. So <laughs> I was honestly so shocked when I heard that interview that you managed to get the phone call to happen. Yeah. Because <laughs> just getting a hold of Chongo was a whole other set of problems. Right. Exactly. I got it's you. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even honestly know why he carries a phone most of the time because he never uses it. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, Mike, I want to thank you for uh, coming on to uh, this edition of uh, RMP Radio, and uh, hopefully we will get back to uh, live shows and stuff like that. And uh, can't wait to see you in uh, person, and I'll probably have to, yes. try to get down and actually – uh, come to a live uh, Chongo Don't Show uh, one of these days. It's just pretty late when I have to work so early in the morning. <laughs> yes, I feel the same way because I have to work early in the morning too. <laughs> I usually jet right after the show. Uh, I don't stick around. They usually stick around and party for a little bit, but I'm yeah. usually out there pretty quick because I you know, have what I call a real job to do during the day. Right, gotcha. Um, so, yeah. All right. But yeah, definitely, I hope I get. Yeah, it's definitely been months since I've seen you in real life. Yeah, that's, so that's hopefully true. we can get back to some shows here pretty soon. So. Yeah. All right. Like I said, once again, uh, thank you for coming on, and uh, we'll see you in the future. All right. Thanks, man. Once again, a big thank you for the fellow fan, the RMP sign guy, the keyboard warrior, and the producer of the Chongo Don't Show, Mike, for coming on to this edition of rmp radio and introducing himself to all of our listeners and just reminding you to check out the chongo don't show every wednesday evening at 9 30 mountain time i found find that on the uh, rocky mountain uh, dot com uh twitch channel at twitch.tv slash rocky mountain pro all right well uh before we get out of here let's uh pay some bills like they used to say back in the day uh, if you want to get some uh, fantastic uh, merchandise of your uh, favorite uh, Rocky Mountain Pro superstars it's as simple as going over to the website at rmpwrestling.com click on the merchandise link or if you're at amazon.com or in the uh, Amazon app search for Rocky Mountain Pro and you've got all kinds of uh, great, uh, fantastic choices to choose from there. All right. Want to watch everything uh, with uh, Rocky Mountain Pro that's got going right now before we get back to events. Uh, like I just said, hit us up at twitch.tv slash Rocky Mountain Pro. And if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, you do get a free subscription to a Twitch channel, and we would greatly appreciate it uh, t- if you would throw that support behind us and if you are just a quick reminder to remember to go ahead and every month uh, does expire and you need to re-up your subscription and just click on rocky mountain pro Uh, you can also find our uh, past catalog at uh, fight tv platform 
uh, fight TV fight.tv website uh, through your uh, fight TV app on your smartphone Roku devices and the such also you can find us uh, we've got a lot of stuff on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Rocky Mountain Pro and also at impactplus.tv want to follow us everything does stem from the website at uh, rmpwrestling.com and you can catch us on all of the social medias at uh, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, all of the Rocky MTN Pro. I'll phonetically spell that once again for you. That's the Rocky Mike Tingo November Pro. And additionally, we would like you to go ahead and also follow us, uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, on Twitch as well on uh, all of those uh, social medias as well as the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram, and then you'll be able to catch every time anything goes live on that channel, and it's greatly appreciated that you can watch uh, when you have the opportunity and when we go live. All right, once again, I want to thank you all for listening to this edition of RMP Radio, where pro wrestling is elevated. Thank you.